Hello and welcome to the 15 Lanes podcast, and today we are going to be discussing the parent-child relationships throughout this story. I'm your host, Katie Brophy. During this podcast, we'll discuss the ins and outs of this novel's themes and major ideas that showcase the unique family dynamics the author S.J. Laidlaw has brought to life. First, I'm going to give you listeners a little backstory. For anyone who doesn't already know, the novel Fifteen Lanes focuses on the lives of two young girls living in Mumbai, India, named Grace and Noor. Warning! Spoilers may be ahead, so if you are planning on reading this amazing novel, do so now. Now. To give you guys a little backstory, Noor has lived all of her 14 years in the 15 lanes of Mumbai's red light district. Born into a brothel, she is destined for the same fate as her mother, a desperate life trapped in the city's sex trade. She must act soon to have any chance of escaping this grim future. Across the sprawling city, 15-year-old Grace enjoys a life of privilege. Her father, the CEO of one of India's largest international banks, has brought his family to Mumbai, where they live in unparalleled luxury. But Grace's seemingly perfect life is shattered when she becomes a victim of a cruel online attack. Grace's naked pictures get spread throughout her school. So, now that you all know a little more about the plot itself, we are going to dive right into the parent-child relationships throughout this novel. During the first chapter of this novel, we are introduced to Noor's living situation. Noor lives with her mother and several other women whom she calls her aunties. Noor shares parent-child relationships with Ma, Noor's mother, and her Deepa auntie. Deepa auntie is one of the sex workers who watches over Noor in the brothel. Noor's relationship with her mother is very complex. Ma quite obviously loves Noor, but is also very broken. Ma has lived her life as a sex worker, and this life has obviously broken her spirit and passion for anything. Noor's mother is very pessimistic, and rightfully so. Honestly, she's just honest about Noor's seemingly inescapable future. Ma feeds Noor negativity, such as, You were born into your fate, Noor. I may forestall it, but you cannot escape it. Noor loves her mother, but also fears and avoids her. Ma was never the loving and warm mother figure Noor craved. She was just there punishing and making sure Noor was still alive. This forced Noor to mature very quickly. The relationship between Noor and Ma is very, I'm going to say, business. There are seemingly no emotions involved in their relationship, like a military general's relationship with his subordinate. It's strictly do as they say or face the consequences. Although Ma and Noor both don't show their love for each other, there quite obviously still is love there. Noor's mother goes out of her way to make sure Noor goes to school, even though she believes this won't change her fate, and Noor's mother would never discipline her as harshly as she does if she didn't care. This relationship doesn't change over the course of the novel. This parent-child relationship definitely isn't perfect, but there's still love there. Just have to search to find it. We are now going to talk about Noor's relationship with her Deepa auntie. Noor is very close with her Deepa auntie. Her Deepa auntie has a very bright outlook on life and believes that Noor will not end up trapped in the same fate as herself. Now, I actually believe that Noor... Deepa auntie is just being unrealistically positive to give Noor hope, as parents do in difficult situations. But Noor appreciates the positivity, because there isn't much of it in her life. On page 36, Deepa auntie tells Noor about her past life, or life before the brothel. She had a sister, and her family lived on a beautiful hillside. She tells Noor, 
Someday, we'll leave this place. I'll pay off my debt to the fat one and her pig-faced son, and we'll go back to my village. We'll climb the hills of my homeland. Noor seeks out guidance and comfort in her Deepa auntie, and Deepa auntie is definitely a mother figure for Noor. Noor asks for advice and help, and Deepa auntie is always there for her. Noor also shares good laughs and stories with her Deepa auntie. Noor and her auntie have an overall healthy parent-child relationship, and honestly, without her Deepa auntie, I don't know if Noor would have managed. This relationship flourishes more and more during the book as Noor grows up. Noor actually takes the parent role for her younger siblings, especially Shami, her younger brother. Shami is a result of Ma's work. Ma is forced to have the children she's impregnated with. Shami was born very ill and requires constant care. Noor provides this. She feeds him, clothes him, and provides him shelter. Noor carries Shami around on her back constantly and takes full care of him. Noor's mother was never involved in Shami's life and has never taken a mother-like role for him. Noor is a very warm, positive figure and makes sure her siblings are safe. She is very young, but is willing to do anything to make sure everyone is okay. She loves Shami and her sister Amal. Noor is a fantastic parent figure for them, and she is definitely the primary caregiver. Her relationship with her siblings doesn't change throughout the story. It's strong right from the beginning. Noor has no father figure in her life because of her mother's profession. She was forced to mature quickly, but she did grow up to be a powerful, strong, smart, and kind young woman. And at the least, some of that is because of her mother and Deepa auntie. Her mother's neglect forced her to become more resourceful and mature, and her Deepa auntie's warmth showed her kindness and compassion. Noor turned out all right. Quick word from our sponsor. Hey, welcome back. Now that we understand the ins and outs of Noor's parent-child relationships, let's look at Grace. Grace has a mother and a father figure involved in her life. Her parents both show great compassion and love for Grace, and they seemingly have a perfect relationship. Her parents play good cop, bad cop with her, her father being the good cop. He doesn't enjoy punishing her and acts as if Grace and him are buddies, equals, friends, not parent-child. He gives her advice and support when she needs it most. He keeps her secrets and they can gossip without consequence, as friends do. He helps with her day-to-day -day dilemmas and is always there for her, bringing warm hugs and soup. Grace appreciates her father and goes to him before she goes to her mother. He is calmer and more understanding, and Grace appreciates that about him. 
This relationship doesn't change even when Grace's pictures get leaked. He was the only one who didn't abandon her. Although her father is there for her, Grace keeps her more serious personal issues to herself. This leaves her without an outlet. Grace self-harms to deal with this pain. This is obviously not the way to deal with any pain whatsoever, but especially when their father is there to help her at any time. This isn't her father's fault, though. He has no idea what she's going through. Overall, they have a very close relationship and share a very healthy and strong parent-child bond, although they are almost too much like regular friends, in my opinion. Grace's relationship with her mom is, I'd say, average. Most teenage girls push away their parents, and Grace does this to her mom. Her mom just wants the best for Grace, but she can come off bossy and controlling. Throughout the story, we only see Grace's point of view. I'm sure if we learned more about her mother's thoughts, we would be able to see how much she cares. After all, nobody would spend the time to argue and lecture and cook and clean and so on for someone they didn't truly love, as a mother does. This relationship changed drastically at the beginning of the book. Before Grace's pictures got leaked, her mother is much more lighthearted and I'd say comfortable around Grace. She still doesn't seem very involved in Grace's life, but it's much more chill. After Grace's pictures get leaked, her mother shuts Grace out and is much more cold to her. This definitely changes the parent-child relationship from lighthearted and happy to borderline neglect. Hey, you made it! You actually listened to me talk about a book for minutes on end. Well, duh! When it's such an enticing read, it's easy to babble on. I'm sure I could for hours. For the concluding segment of this podcast, I'm going to ask you as a listener to reflect. I'm going to ask some very open questions about the parent-child relationships in the novel 15 Lanes and in your own life. For you as a listener to respond to on your own. To help wrap our minds around the intensity of this novel's relationships. You may pause the podcast at any time to take a moment and think about these questions. Why do you think the author chose to make the parent-child relationships such an important part of this novel? What is one word you would use to describe Neuer's parent-child relationships? What is one word you would use to describe Grace's parent-child relationships? Think about the two words you have selected, and their differences or similarities. What's one word you would use to describe your own parent-child relationships? Who do you relate to more in this aspect, Grace or Noor? Finally, many of the parent-child relationships throughout this novel don't change at all over time. Would you like your relationship with your parents or children to change, or stay the same? You for listening to our 15 Lanes podcast. For more information about similar podcasts, please visit www.katiesisuculminating.ca. Thank you for listening. See you next time.